Welcome to Embrace with Erin podcast, where we will discuss the highs, lows, and in-betweens because life be life. Get ready to reflect on the lessons learned, gain a new perspective, and practice gratitude along the way. I'm your host, Erin Woods, so get ready to embrace with me. Let's get into it. What's up, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Embrace with Erin podcast. For all of my new and returning listeners, I'm so happy you're a part of the Embrace community. Y'all, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, um, but we are here, and guess what? We are on episode 10. Okay, episode 10 the big one zero. Baby, this podcast have reached double digits. You hear me? We're going up big time. I'm so excited. Y'all, this is such a big deal for me. Like 10 episodes. 10, y'all. Y'all, y'all been listening to your girl for 10 episodes. Ah, I am so excited. Um I'm really proud of myself. So I'm just, I'm I'm in all the feels. It feels really good. It feels really good. So, so happy y'all are here. Thank you for supporting the podcast. And I just really appreciate y'all, like for real, for real, for real. Um, But we're in the month of May. um, And that means it is my birthday month. So we're going to be cutting up all month. Okay. Um. I I love the month of May, not because it was the, the time that I was born. I mean, obviously. Um, you're welcome for gracing the earth with my presence. You're welcome. Um, this is the only time that I get cocky um, because, yeah, like, birthdays are just so amazing, okay? Like, I love birthdays. I love celebrating people because it's the day that you were placed on this earth. And we got a chance to experience your presence. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I love birthdays. I love celebrating people. Like, I'm that person. Like, on your birthday, I'm definitely going to give a sentimental message. Like, if I'm getting you a card, please know that I am writing a a paragraph. Because I just love it. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. But let me tell you all why May is just amazing. Okay, number one. Obviously, I was born, um, duh. But number two, y'all, school is getting out for those of you that's in school. Not me, though. I'm two degrees out. We're good, okay? Um, but for those of y'all that are in school, like, school's about to get out. If it's not already out, like, you're almost there. That's exciting. Next, the weather, definitely better, okay? It's beautiful. It's definitely top tier. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's, like, perfect, Okay? absolutely perfect um next mother's day because y'all love the mamas okay we love our moms we be in all the fields so mother's day is coming up you have a holiday you got memorial day okay take off you can do absolutely nothing or whatever you want to do fried fried grill go to the beach okay um and it's the transition before the summer months so you get to just prep and amp up and just get excited to be outside because that's where I plan to be okay I plan to be outside this summer I don't know where I'm gonna be at but I I plan to be outside I plan to go to work leave maybe leave early 
and be at somebody happy hour. Okay, I'm soaking in all the vitamin D. I plan to change about two to three shades. Okay, that's how much I want to be in the sun. Um, but I will be wearing sunscreen, okay, because skin cancer is very much real. Okay, but I just know I'm being out here, okay, out and about. Um, anyways, enough of me rambling and stuff like that. Let's get straight into this topic for today. Let's go ahead and go into the quote of the day. So the quote of the day is coming directly from my planner because when I opened it up and I was getting ready to be intentional or set my goals for the day, I saw this quote and I said, oop, not you speaking to me. Okay, not you being in alignment with my topic for the day. Talk about divine. Okay, so the quote is, this month, let joy be your North Star. Intentionally plan activities that make you feel most like yourself. And uh, talk about perfect timing because when it gets time for my birthday, I like to be intentional um, about what I want my goals to be for myself for that next year. So like my birthday is like a new year for me. Okay, when everybody do like their New Year's in January, yeah, that's cool. My birthday, that's like my personal new year I set that time to really think about what I want this next year to look like and what I want it to be for me. Um, And last year, I didn't really do it in depth like I typically do, Um, but I just had only one thing in mind, which was I just wanted to step out. I just wanted to step out on faith more, which is what I did. Um, Last year, when I look at it, I did everything out of the norm of what I thought I was going to be doing, totally different path. Um, And I'm so happy about it. I'm so happy I did that. Um, But I'll be turning 29. And so this is my last hoorah of my 20s. And I want to live it up. I, my entire life, I played it safe, y'all. I played it, you know, try to be y'all on the right narrow path. And I'm not saying I'm going to be out here, you know, loose as a goose and wild but I'm I'm about to just enjoy it <laughs> I I mean I'm about to just really live it up okay I'm really am I'm about to just do it all. I'm about to just do stuff that literally scares me um and stuff that I've always wanted to do like I'm literally gonna do it like I don't know I may just go get like a thigh tat I've been wanting a thigh tat for the longest I may just go do it I don't know I don't I all I know is if it's impulsive and it's nothing too wild, I'm gonna do it. So y'all just y'all just just wait and listen to me tell you about all the things I'm gonna do um of my last of my twenties because I'm not married yet. I don't have any kids right now. I can be so selfish and just be out here wilding in moderation. Cause I, I, I do have a job and I ain't I ain't that young. So it does affect me, but just know I'm going to be out here. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. Uh, anyways, so I was on TikTok before they banned it, child. So I was on TikTok and a video popped up of a girl talking about her experiences making several pivots in her life. Um, and she was just really going, going how like she started off being like um, an engineer or again, her bachelor's in engineering and then she was going to go to grad school, but then she stopped. And then she, like, completely changed her career field. And now she's going back to school for engineering. So, like, all these different things. And she just really talked about how she 
so happy that she made the different pivots in her life because it all just made her to be who she is and really help her cultivate her own journey. And it really got me to thinking about my personal experiences of times that I've pivoted in my life. Um, And then also like how I plan to pivot um, transitioning from my 20s and going into my 30s and what that's going to look like for me and really what I want that to be for me of this next decade that I'm about to embark on. Wow, that's crazy. Decades. Someone's old. Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) um, But before we um, get into that, I I want to just define pivot because I want us to be on the same page when we talk about what that word means and how I'm going to kind of talk about that. So when I'm saying pivot, I'm talking about in the tense of being a verb. So that's to change your opinion, statements, decisions, etc., so that they are different from what they were before. And so I just want to say, you and I, we have the right to change direction if we believe that the path is no longer serving us. And I'm going to say it again. You have a right. I have a right. We have a right to change direction um, of where we're heading if we believe that that path is no longer serving us. That's good, okay? Um, When I look back, like, over my life, I just think about two main moments where I did make a pivot and I made some changes that was drastic for me um, (laughs) during that time. Um, But it all worked out for me to be on the path of where I'm at and really kind of move me and maneuver me to where I needed to be. Um, and, and that's another word for somebody. Whatever it is that you feel compelled to change and do, don't resist it. Embrace it. Go lean into it and allow God to guide you and show you where you should go, what your next steps will be. And he already got it planned. He Everything that you're like overthinking about it, he already has it planned and worked out. Just go do it, okay? Don't know who that's for, but I just feel that like strong, like that was meant for you, and you know who you are. I don't know who you are, but just know, that was meant for you. Back to like when I was younger, um, more like in college, I started Troy with um, being a biology major. Um, my goal was to become Dr. Aaron Woods, um, MD. I wanted to actually be a neurosurgeon. So I had big plans, biology, um, and then I was going to go to medical school and do my residency and all that good stuff and be out here working on people's brains. Um, Things happened. Okay, so I watched a documentary and I realized I don't want to work on people's brains um, because I would sit here and be crying anytime I have a patient. Like, I was watching a documentary, and I was done. I, c- I couldn't even finish the documentary. I was boohooing too much. I'm like, yeah, okay, we can't do this one. So that was the first sign of, like, eh, change your major. Um, but the second sign is, um, <laughs> Lathan laughs at me all the time about this, but I, there's no shame in my game. Y'all, I took um, <laughs> organismal biology twice and failed it both times. Like the first time I made a D, the second time I took it, I made an F. 
Now, how your girl <laughs> went backwards, I don't know. I don't know, but it was just obviously a sign that that major was not for me, but whatever the case may be. So, as some of you all already know, that I was running track in college, and a big part of being a student athlete is that you have to remain eligible in order for you to compete. So if my academics are not up to part, I cannot compete. So I was in a place where, okay, I, I failed this class twice. Now I'm now at risk of being ineligible. And so that's a horrible place to be when you're an athlete. And so I'm scrambling, talking with my advisors, and they're like, you're going to have to change your major. Um, and that was so such a big deal for me because I'm like, well, I... I don't know what the heck I want to do. Like, this is the only thing I had my mind set on was to just be Dr. Woods. And that was it. Like, that's the only thing I had my mind on. Um, but my grades were not up to par, okay, because I'm in a class that I am failing horribly. Grades dropping, things like that. I'm stressing out. And my advisor was like, okay, yeah, I need you to change your major to this just temporarily so you can be eligible. But after that, we're going to have to change your major again. So I changed my major twice, y'all, in order for me to remain eligible to compete, um, but also to see like what my credits kind of would go in the line with. Because by this time, I'm like approaching junior year. So it's like, you, yeah, you can't go backwards because then you're going to lose all your financial aid and all this stuff going on. So definitely a pivotal moment for me because it was like your future is depending on this decision on where you go as far as your major because then like what your career will be now that I now that I'm older I realized I could have picked anything and I still could have did a career in anything because what I'm doing my career in now is not what my degrees are in so <laughs> it is it's all really funny how all this worked out I've, anyway, I changed my major, ended up graduating, still um, was eligible to compete and all those things. But what I learned the most was that it was hard for me to make those changes because I felt like a failure. I felt like I let my was letting my parents down because I'm changing my majors because I failed these classes, like my grades are not up to par. And all those different things. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, I'm a failure. Like, I messed up big time. Um, but what I was learning is that God was guiding me and directing me every step of the way. And I'm so happy he did because it led me to get my master's in um, counseling psychology with my concentration in student affairs. And I fell in love with higher education. And I'm like, I love this. I love being able to be on a college campus, to be involved with my students, to really make a difference and see an impact with them and all those things. So I love at that time, things were shifting and changing for me to now be in a career field that I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. Now, fast forward to now, I am not in higher ed at all. <laughs> um, I actually just got out six months ago. So that was another like pivot and change. So going back from like Aaron in uh, college to me now, totally different ball game. And I still had those same feelings and emotions of like, man, am I a failure? Because here it is. I have a master's degree 
but I'm not using it. Like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what is this, honey? But like, I can honestly say though, y'all, that although I have made some big changes, um, and I've changed directions of my life, I feel like I am where I need to be. I feel like God have placed me where I'm at for like the perfect time um, and the perfect like place for where I'm at right now in my life. And I'm like, it's just really weird how peaceful it is. Like granted, not everything is going how I would like for it to go, but I do have a sense of peace and I do see God moving things um, for my good. If that, if that, if all that makes sense. So like, when it came to my me transitioning out of higher education, so my first job after my master's was in my field, and a lot of people were like, "That's a really big deal," and I was only without a job for two months, um, but it felt like forever. But I was only without a job for two months, y'all, like two to three months. I'll just say three months, um, but between graduating with my master's until I actually had my first role, like. Three months, that's a, that's really good, like really, really good short time frame for that. Um, but my first job was in my field doing what I enjoyed, um, making an impact and helping my students. And so my first role was at a smaller four-year institution, a more commuter-based school. And I'm really prepping this up so you guys kind of understand how things look. So really small school. Um different population of students, very um, non-traditional. Um, just, it, was just a, it was just really like a melting pot of students from different backgrounds, different age groups, and things like that. But I enjoyed it. I was a student success advisor, like really helping students that were at risk. I, I loved it. Um, but during my time of being there, I realized like I'm, this is cool, but I don't, I don't love this. Like, I don't have this sense of fulfillment. I know this is not my purpose. So I was like, yeah, it's time for me to go. But I was like, maybe I need to just find another functional area in higher education. Maybe that's once I get out into a different area, then I'll get my spark back. I'll know, like, yes, this is for me. This is where I need to be. So leave there. Um, And then I transition into a one of the top uh, institutions in the state of Alabama, um, four-year institution, largest in the state, like I mentioned, well-known institution. Like, if you go here, people are like, oh my gosh, you're that person. If you work there, it comes with a lot of perks and things like that. So get a job there, totally different functional area. And I was really in a place where I didn't realize how much influence I was around um which was really really cool like where I was and what I was experiencing what I was being able to just the rooms that I was in and things like that but I still did not have a sense of fulfillment I still just wasn't happy it was like there were things that should have been like so exciting for me like oh my gosh like younger me would have been like this is bananas like this is really cool that you're experiencing this but at that time I was like mm yeah, whatever. I'm not really too phased by it. <laughs> and that's when I knew like, uh-oh, girl, we're pivoting. Like 
there needs to be a shift because you were once so passionate about this career field and now you're just like, I don't even care. Like, <laughs> I when I tell y'all, I had like no care about stuff. Like things just did not excite me. Like I would come to work and I would do my job, but then I was just like, nah, I'll leave. Like I don't care about this anymore. I'm cool on it. Like it's not exciting anymore. Um, And so after being on that job for 10 months, I left. I dipped out. I was just like, this ain't for me. It was cool, though, but no, it's not for me. Um, And looking back, I have no regrets. Absolutely none. Zero regrets. I do not miss anything about it. Um, And, (laughs) you know, I was talking with a friend of mine, and she was like, you know, how do you feel like not being in her ed? Like, do you miss it? And I was like, honestly, no. And that's blowing my mind because I really thought I would. Like, it's kind of scary, scaring me. Like, why am I not missing it? <laughs> um, but I think it's because I know deep down that God has something else in store and planned for me. I don't know exactly what it is just yet, but I know that where I was was not going to help me get there. And so made a transition now in a completely different field, have no degree, have no previous experiences in this particular field, um, but I'm actually finding some enjoyment from it. I, I, it's interesting. I'm learning so much, and it's a lot of area to grow um, in it, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And so, yes, yeah, so I'm just like really connecting with people, just trying to network and really just find ways that I can grow and evolve as a professional, so I can be out here doing a thing, um, but like, like I said, y'all, ever since I left, I have no regrets, I don't miss it, like, I feel at peace, I feel like I can actually, like, enjoy life, and actually put time into my podcast, and actually, like, cultivate to be what I want it to be, and what God has called and told me this will be, so I really, really love that, and so, Totally, again, totally different career field. Um, but what I, like I said, what I'm discovering though is that just because I left these things, just because I'm making a pivot and I've changed my mind, that does not mean that I'm not loyal. It does not mean that I'm not devoted to things. Um, and it, it doesn't make me a failure at the end of the day. What I'm discovering is that. I'm shifting my mindset of what I define as what I'm going to be devoted to. So instead of me being devoted to a career field or me being devoted to my students per se, I was then saying, well, I want to be devoted to me. I want to be devoted to Aaron on what's going to make Aaron happy, what's going to help prep Aaron up. Um, to be successful for her next level or wherever that may be. And so, um, like I said, instead of being devoted to a hobby, a career field, a relationship, heck, a lifestyle, I'm saying I want to be devoted to me. Um, And actually right now, I want to be devoted to three things in particular. So number one would be I want to be devoted to God's wills for my life. So whatever his will is, I want to do that. I don't want to do nothing off track of what it is that he told me to do. So me and God, we talking. We talking, baby, talking. Okay, ring, ring, main line. Okay, what did it say? 
Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Oh, definitely been talking to God like, I only want what you want for me. I don't want to do nothing different. I don't want to do nothing else. All right? If you say go, I'm go. If you say stand still, um, it's going to be uncomfortable, but I'm going to stand on still. Um, but that's number one for me. Number two is I'm devoted to things that's going to help me grow. Will it be uncomfortable? Heck yeah. Um, will it require a lot of work? Absolutely. But I'm willing to do those things because I ultimately want to grow. I don't want to look over my at my 30s and be the same Aaron. I want to be an evolved version of myself. I want to just actually be able to see my growth and like experience that. And then the third thing, um, what I'm devoted to right now is I'm devoted to my peace and happiness. Happiness comes and go, um, but my peace will forever stay. I think in my 20s, I was, you know, definitely a people pleaser. Um, still, still, still am, but I'm learning. I, I don't want to be that no more. I don't want to do what I think other people want me to do. I want to do what I want to do. What's going to make me sleep good at night. Um, and it's going to ruffle some feathers. It's going to have people like, look at me kind of different and I'm okay with that. And I'm willing to have that happen because I got to do me. I got to do what's best for me at the end of the day. And I just hope that people understand and support it. <laughs> now I ain't saying I'm going to be out here like F y'all, like I'm doing my own thing. Not definitely not going to be doing that. Um, but definitely we'll be establishing more boundaries for sure. Yeah, for for sure. Definitely more boundaries um, because ultimately I just want to protect myself um, and protect y'all because if there is no boundaries, um, y'all going to get not the best version of me. And I don't want that. I don't want to be out here bleeding on y'all and y'all seeing all my trauma and wounds because I'm out here ain't setting boundaries out here. I ain't trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to be a little wise, honey. So I ain't going to be doing all that. Um, but I just really want to be intentional at the end of the day. I want to be intentional with what I participate in, what I indulge in, what, what I allow to be around me and my presence and all that. Because, you know, in your twenties, you can be easily influenced by things that you're surrounded by. But in my thirties, I really, I, I ain't trying to be all out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm be very selective. Okay. Everybody can't catch this wave. You feel me? Um, <laughs> I really crack my stuff up on this podcast. I say all this to say that take the time to figure out what it is you want your life to look like. Be intentional about it. Figure it out. Um, and once you figure it out, what it is you want your life to look like, what it is you want it to be, make that pivot, make that change. And take that action to begin to work towards that lifestyle. Work towards the things that you want. What irritates me the most, and, and, and I do it too, so I'm not talking, I'm not pointing fingers. I'm really talking about myself. What irritates me the most is when I sit there and say that I want to do something. Or I have a goal in mind, right? And I'm like, this is... The version of me I want to be, this is the goal I want to work towards. 
And I sit there and I don't take the first step to even go towards it. You know, that, that it irritates me when I do that because it's like, girl, really, like, prime example, I said I want to go into a more holistic lifestyle. I am trying to wean off of medications and really go the more, like, natural route. Um, not for all things, but for some things. So I'm actually, like, purchasing more teas, like, loose leaf teas and things like that. So I bought a book, y'all, a whole ingredient like booklet. Then I'm like, okay, we're going to get into this. I have this I have this book, y'all, for two months and I have yet to open it, right? That is a prime example of I already know what it is I want to do. I have the tools. I just haven't taken that first step. Um, but not anymore. Definitely. I, I'm going to be opening it up soon, real soon. Getting my, all my concoctions together. But I just feel that to say, like, now that we're talking about making that change, making that pivot, go ahead and start thinking about what that first step would be and just do it. Okay? Going back to episode number one, I talked about embrace the unfamiliar place, stepping out the boat, and walking on water. This is your reminder If you have not stepped out that boat, go ahead and step out on that boat, y'all. Step out on faith because so many good things happen once you get out of it. Once you just take that first step and take that first initiative, just just do it. Just do it. You you just will not realize just just how good it gets on the other side of it. So just wanted to share that with y'all. And I just encourage you all to really just start thinking about things that that's directing and guiding you in your life and just believe in the things that you want to cultivate for yourself, be intentional about it, and just go out here and do it. Just do it. All right. I'm rooting for y'all. I love y'all. And I can't wait to hear and see y'all do it. Like, I really can't wait to hear it and see y'all just go out here and just go after the life that you truly desire and you truly want. Well, y'all, it's time for the gratitude segment. You know, this is where we take the time to talk about two to three things that we're grateful for, regardless of what's going on in our lives. The first thing that I am grateful for is um, kind and generous people, okay? I love a good random act of kindness. I do. I do. I remember in elementary school, um, every Monday in PE, I don't know why we did it in PE. It's so weird. Anyways, every Monday in PE, we would sit around in in a circle and our teacher would ask us, she's like, well, did y'all do something, a random act of kindness for someone. And we would all raise our hand and we were talking about like just us just being good human beings, all right? Just decent human beings. And so let me tell you about this lady. So gas is going up, all right? Um, And your girl loves a good bargain, okay? If there's anything that I can do to get five cents off, nine cents off, 10 cents off, 20 cents, whatever I can do to get some stuff off, some gas, I'm doing it. Anyways, Circle K, 
has that um, easy pay or easy cash card or whatever where you get 10 cents off your gas. So I went in. I was like, hey, I'm trying to sign up for it. And at that time, they didn't have it. And so the lady was like, well, how much you trying to put on your tank? And I was like, mm, and I told her. And she was like, well, hold on. Y'all, why she go to the back and get her card that I can use? God bless her. God bless her. So I got my 10 cents off my gas. I feel Gia on up, child. We were good. Definitely going to go back, though, so I can get my own card. But I just really appreciated that. So I'm encouraging you all to go out and do a random act of kindness to someone. Um, I plan to do something generous and nice for someone as well. Uh, but it makes the world a better a better place, and it makes you feel good. The second thing I'm grateful for is um, my line sisters. So my line sisters and I um, just recently celebrated seven years in the best sorority. That is Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Um, so yes, my line sisters and I, we celebrated seven years in, of our anniversary. Um, so Primacy 23, I love y'all dearly. And I am forever grateful for my sisters. Um, I mean, lifelong friendships. Like, these are my girls, okay? We have a good time. We have a wang dang doodle, all right? We have a great time together. Um, and I just, it's always a vibe. So, love y'all. Very grateful for all y'all. Um, the third thing that I'm grateful for is life. I'm just grateful for life. I always get in my feels when it gets towards my birthday. Um, like I told y'all, I love birthdays. I love celebrating just people being born. Um, and so I just get, I always just get emotional in the month of May because I'm like, oh, I was born. <laughs> I was here to grace this earth. I was here to be put on, you know, for a purpose and a reason. So I just get all emotional and all deep and whatnot. But I'm just grateful for life, y'all, for real. Like all of it, the good, the bad, the not. They're just the in-betweens. I'm just so grateful for all of it, for real, for real. Um, it just makes the most of it. Just It's really good. Life is good. Yeah, so I, I'm grateful for that. Um, and then the last thing that I'm grateful for, y'all already know, is y'all, my listeners, for tuning in for another week of the Embrace with Erin podcast. Thank y'all so much for supporting me. Thank y'all for, like, reaching out. I'm like, you good? Where is that? You know? <laughs> I appreciate y'all so much. Y'all have no idea. Um, I love each and every one of y'all. Those that I know, those that I don't know. I love y'all so much. And I thank y'all for supporting the podcast. But do me a favor. Share this with someone. Okay, let's help get the Embrace community bigger. Um, really just share this out with other people you know, share the Instagram, all those different things. Really want to get the word spread out there. So we'll definitely appreciate y'all for doing that. Hey, do that for me. That's a birthday gift. You want to think about what, you, what should I get Erin for her birthday? Share my podcast. That'd be a great gift. I appreciate it. <laughs> but for real. Um, but y'all go out and embrace the world around you. Really go Make a change in your life and make a change in the lives of other people. I love you all. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Embrace with Erin podcast. If you are enjoying the podcast so far, let us know. 
please rate and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Until next time.